hello, and welcome back to Nearly Sacred, the podcast that just won't die. <laughs> That's nice. I'm Joe Bill Scherzinger, along with... Melissa. <laughs> Melissa who? <laughs> Scherzinger. Oh, yeah. And it's ironic because this podcast today is going to be, well, in no small part about, well, death. <laughs> yes. This seems to be an easy subject to talk about these days. Well, everybody likes death, ironically. You know, it is kind of weird. I've noticed, like, there's there's a lot more, I don't know. I mean, I get it because people, you know, sympathize. It's a sad time, and, you know, people respond to it. But I mean, is it a sad time? That's the real question, right? Like, a, you know, my mom used to say something like that. She'd say, people should cry at, at when peop- when babies are born. And then they should be happy at death. Right. Because you're you're done with this this cosmic journey on this terrible plane we call the earth. At least this this round, we don't right. know. <laughs> they might have to come back. Sort of like playing Mario and every time you go into Respawn. a pit, pitfall and you die, you're like, Oh, thank God. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't play Mario, so I'm just saying, like, if you did, that's what it would but be. But if like. you talk Warcraft language, then maybe. Yeah, so, it, well, I don't know, though. Usually you're in the middle of a quest and you die, and that's annoying. But it, Mario would be, it's a little less annoying because you have those lives and you kind of expect it. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right, so what's been going on, man, since we've been gone? Well, I think. A uh, lot. Yeah, I think some of our other episodes, we said we were going to have guests and such. And then, I don't know. Then every time we do a podcast. I could. Yeah, some kind of epic event happens and everybody dies or we there's just, a new new plague or something, so. Well, we've been busy. We made it through like COVID Alpha all the way to COVID Zircon One, I think. So COVID Schmovid. Yeah. So now we're we're moving into whatever happens after this podcast. So uh, you know, it's like kind of hard to have guests. Right. So yeah, there's a lot of death. Yeah, as predicted. I mean, that's how we kind of started yeah, this yeah. podcast. We said, yeah, astrologically, uh, there's some stuff I mean, going on. I mean, it we kicked off with the uh, David Bowie, David Bowie and, dying. Yeah. So. David Bowie and Blue Apples, as I recall, and and the, was it? the episode I need was to re-listen to our own podcast. Where 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 is the goddess? Pearl Harbor. Yeah, right. Yeah. The the whole point was where is the goddess of those episodes, right? Like we were oh, asking yeah. about the feminine. Oh, that's a aspect good, of we could pick up there because I think what were you, you know this was right before the big eclipse and all that. Right. Well, this was before France. So B- I think it was 2015. Uh, yeah, I think so. Right there at. Um, yeah. Right at 2015. Before our huge epic journey really kicked in. Yeah, I actually got the equipment in like 2014, but it sat there for a while. And then people, you know, <laughs> hazed us and said things right? like, why would you want to do a podcast, you, you know, hippie, you piece it, of crap? No, it wasn't that. It was yeah. uh, because at the time we could afford really good equipment. And now I'm glad we did <laughs> yep. because we've had it a long time and it's lasted us. And we bought everything brand new. And it's our hobby, and we enjoy it. I mean, and at the time, we could afford it. So, you know, I, I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we invested in it. And it's all outdated now, but oh, yeah. it, 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 it absolutely works for our purpose. Yeah, it was made to work with Windows, and I've definitely rearranged its thinking on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Significantly right. so. Right. So people got real weird. A few did. Not, let me be honest. That was only really one. And then everybody started hazing him for being so jelly. I mean, yeah. that's kind of how that went. But that's when I knew that there was something starting different, you know, because I hadn't really experienced like some kind of weird, uh, I don't know, was it like hate or was it like it was just so like 
I don't know. I don't know. Being picked on because you have you you started a new hobby. Like I'd never experienced that so much. You know, not since kindergarten or you know third grade when you know I got picked on. But you know something. It was weird. I knew something was changing at that point. So I'm kind of like Trump in the sense that I grow on other people's hatred. (laughs) They're like. Hey, you're going to podcast? I hate that. And I'm like, oh, that's happening. It's completely happening now. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I hate that. And I'm like, yeah, that's what? right. I think we talked about this yesterday. Well, your life experience and right. my life experience were a little bit different up to that point right. as far as when it went concerning people. But I understand. I see it now. So it's different. <laughs> right. I understand why. But um, so, yeah, I when I met you, I, you know, somebody warned me that you were kind of grouchy. And I what? Yeah. And I'm like, it's never really bothered me. I don't know why it bothers other people so much. Like, I just I don't know. People, it's your part of your personality. And I don't really even see it as grouchy. It's just kind of who you are. Well, yeah. So (laughs) I guess what they were saying was, is that I wasn't little Pollyanna sunshine and they didn't like that. Right. Well, life isn't that. So, you know, and and most of the time, if you were saying something and, and it sounded grouchy, I'd be like, yeah, he's probably right. So why would I get mad at something I knew you were right about? Like, had no problem with uh, that. It's, just, it's the old shoot the messenger. Well, sometimes like you make me tone. mad, though, now. Because oh. then I know now as your wife, you are wrong. Because I'm always right now. Oh. So yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I think other men have experienced that through time and space. I'm just kidding. I'm right. just kidding. But yeah. So anyway, what do you have for us here in the, the news section? <sighs> you got me in a conversation. So now you know what? You're not ready. I'm not ready. I had it all pulled up, and you got me all sucked in. Okay. Um, blah, 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 climate change. Okay. Um, oh, Donald Trump. This is something making some some waves. Not, mm-hmm. not in mainstream media. And I'm not going to be reading unless it's something pretty epic mainstream media. But apparently, last night, yesterday, kind of, I don't know what time it was, actually, he shows up in Washington, D.C. in his golf clothes. Hmm. And like, I okay, so people, there's all these, you know, it's split between people believing that he's coming back to take over Washington, D.C. And then the others who thinks he's being arrested. And Well, he, either way, why would you show up with golf clubs to do either of those things? I don't know that he had golf clubs. Oh. He was in his golf clothes. My, my bad. <laughs> I don't know why you would show up in golf clothes. So, oh, there's that. also a contingency out there that thinks that he's having a health issue. So he's going to the Washington, you know, the, the, the presidential doctors. So, so really what you're saying is nobody knows nobody what's going knows. on. Nobody knows. So yeah. the, it, it was a surprise visit. It wasn't a planned visit, and everyone close to him didn't say a word. So it just happened that people at the airport caught him getting out of the plane. Hmm. So, um, and he had, there was two cars there, two dark or black cars, you know, to drive him around. And some said they had, I couldn't tell. I looked at the license plates. I could not tell, you know, if they were, you know, secret service or what they were. Anyway, so nobody, you know, everybody saw him come out. Some people were trying to say he had handcuffs on. He did not. He did not. Remember when we used to report on news and we didn't have three different versions of things? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> there's that. So Those were the days. It, yeah. So people are kind of in a panic about it. Like there's this real weird response to him being there. I don't know why they would be panicked about it. And yeah. 
Why? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, mean, I think maybe because they are afraid that something's happening, a secret, some kind of secret op is happening. Oh, yeah. And he secretly is going to be taking over Washington, D.C. Because he's been in, what, New Jersey? and. Well, you know, the, there's this whole thing. I noticed this article today that um, the Department of Homeland Security is, is saying that people that, A, don't trust the government, and B, don't trust the Biden regime are targets what? in their in their analysis right so wait the, the narrative of the biden regime oh so you have to believe 100 percent. Right. you can't question it no yeah if you do that you Who are said this? you're difficult you it's this? an article that that came out that um, they were talking about the dhs and i don't i'll immediately have the source but um but yeah it, it was saying in essence if you do not believe in the narrative that biden is advancing you are troublesome and quarrelsome as a person Okay, so right. <laughs> you can't have an opinion. Right. Thought police yeah. anybody? Yeah, it's uh, that's the reason why independent podcasts that don't have any uh, advertisers that are in the back pocket of anybody is kind of important. Exactly. So, you right. know, here's my, just so if anybody knows how radical, I am so freaking radical. Here's my radical. You are free to believe what you want and speak about what you want about Biden or Trump yep. or anyone else, even me. Right, yeah, you don't have to However, advance a narrative. <laughs> at the point that you start to tell lies about people, that's something else. Well, that would be slander. But if you have an opinion, like, I don't like this person, and I don't think they're, I feel like they're not doing a good job, that's that's your opinion, and that's your that's your feelings. You're free to have. Yeah, it's never really been the case that we had to. But all, at the point you tried agree. to destroy someone's life with uh, lies, right? That's different. Yeah, we never really had to agree on the narrative, other than like you know, there's a war going on, and then people were pro or for, you know, or against said war. Mm. But now, apparently, there's narrative police, so that the narrator that's isn't. Great. Yeah, that's like, great. Yeah, that's going. So, let's see. Uh, what else do I have here? Um, <laughs> camera catches uh, Biden pulling out card when signing Queen Elizabeth's condolence book. Uh, like, like he had to read her name to write it? Or maybe, or, maybe it was or his name. Or somebody told him. Maybe he was like, check to make sure this is your name. <laughs> <laughs> Something, right? <laughs> That's kind of weird. Or maybe it's his cue card. He has to go through and make sure that he does the thing according to the script. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard to find any kind of news that doesn't have a slant to it like right. for one way or another. Um, world on fire, Russia attacks Ukraine power plants for second time. Hey, that goes back to our first podcast again. It does. The world's on fire. The world's on fire. And Fuck off. Yeah. Isn't that what she said? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. It's so good, good, I, good that this retrograde is here because... Yeah, you know, we are hitting it. We're right yeah. in line with it, right? Yeah. So everything is in retrograde right now, just for the record. Like, yeah, it's real serious. Like the car is moving backwards. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you wouldn't know it according to relativity. You would just notice the trees, and like you're not getting to your destination, but you're moving backwards. <laughs> yeah. So well, at least you you should be look. You will be. Well, I can tell you from observation. So a lot of people aren't don't have enough awareness to observe why things are coming up the way they're coming up or why they're doing the things they're doing, um, understanding these retrogrades. And I've, I've been watching certain, you know, people around me or whatever, and you can see that the, they will absolutely 100% 
respond to these planetary alignments. Yeah, usually without knowing it. Not even knowing they're doing it. Yeah, it's very interesting to watch. If you point it out to a skeptic, they're like, ah, that's just a coincidence. Yeah, but it happens every single time. Yeah. Like, every single time. So you you coincidentally just decided during a retrograde, well, you're just noticing it. It's the observer effect. So uh, I'm not an astrologist. Astrologist. Uh But you are. So here's my view on it, and then you can... You can correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. So any kind of retrograde yep. is basically that um, the energy that's tied to that. So let's use Mercury because, it, you know, pretty much everybody understands that one. Mm-hmm. So anytime Mercury goes retrograde, which it goes, what, twice a year? More than that. Three times a year, four it, times a year? Something like six or seven times a year. <laughs> okay. And that makes sense. So it's kind of like rewind, isn't it? And you have to kind of... What's happening is it's like Mercury, if you can see it as a, an entity, let's just say that. I don't, I'm not going to say it is. I'm just, it's an easier way for me to explain it. Yeah. It's asking and saying, okay, what did you say um, and how did you use your speech? And we need to go over that and see if you've learned your lesson. Would that be a good way to explain that? Mm, sort and of. if you sort haven't, of. you will re-experience it. It'll I mean, kind of come back up. That's one way to do it. Okay. Mm, what you say... Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, the, the the highest version of it would probably be here is a message from, like, you know, God or something, right? And you are charged with making that message happen, and you give it to people, and they either go, oh, we believe that, we're going to do that, or we don't. We're not going to do that. And then Mercury goes retrograde, and it goes, oh, yeah, remember that thing that we talked about back there that you didn't do? Right. So right. you're kind of looking over the speech. Right. What was said and done. But it, it, you're saying it comes with, mm, so uh, I guess I'll go like God's giving you, um, like he said, go and speak, like, right. go and speak to so-and-so or a country or whatever. Right. And this is your charge to do this thing. Yes. But if what if nobody knows that they're supposed to be doing that? Uh, the well, message keeps it, coming back. It doesn't matter because it it'll happen in a thousand different forms in a thousand different ways until it gets back to where it's going. So, for instance, let's say like from headquarters, like you have a message from from God, and it's like you know, drink more Ovaltine. Like, probably not going to be the message. But let's just say hypothetically it is, and you tell a lot of people like, hey, I think you know you should we should be drinking Ovaltine, and you like give them that message, and they're like, oh. You know, we're not uh, not really interested in Ovaltine. Well, then suddenly the Oval Office comes up, right? Like in the mass consciousness. And all of a sudden, it's like Oval Office all over the news, everywhere you go. It's just Oval, and it starts echoing, and everybody's like, "Wow, that's weird." Because the Oval, like, why are we seeing Oval so much? You know, like that does occur occasionally where people will their consciousness starts to perceive something different. Mm-hmm. And they go back and they're like, you know, the, the, ideally they go back to the person that originally said drink more Ovaltine. They're like, hey, why did you say that? And it's like, well, you didn't do that. So now you get the Oval Office until you're sick of it. <laughs> That's kind of how it works. Mm. And why do you suppose then? So it keeps coming up over a whole like six times a year or whatever. Uh, yeah, Mercury retrogrades. As as we understand natural law right now, I'm going to go ahead and just throw that in there. But it's usually like six times a year. <laughs> Okay. All right. So so then each 
um, planet's going to have a different energy that it's looking at. So when you start seeing all these planets, it's the visible planets that we're talking about right. with the naked eye. And right now they're all retrograde. And they're all retrograde. So that's like. Which is unusual. That's a lot to deal with if and people haven't done any kind of spiritual work. It's kind of like there's something we were all supposed to do. And mm. we, yeah. We could, I what, what that was. What could it be? What could it be? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's all this different stuff going on about, you know, quote unquote conspiracies about COVID and quote unquote conspiracies about elections and conspiracies about conspiracies. Yeah, there's a lot going right? on. Which again goes back to one of our first podcasts with Rainquest, remember? We did. And you're like, do you think it's a conspiracy? My answer was, it damn well should be. <laughs> right. Well, now the guy that took his mm. place was Robertson, right? Mm. And there's a conspiracy about Robertson. Imagine that. Like it just keeps on happening hmm. so then this must be completing let's see how many years ago was that you said it was uh, our first podcast was two was it the end of 2014 yeah i think it was right at the end of yep okay so we are at eight years mm -hmm. we yep. are there we are at the end of a loop yep big one wow so we're here yep so but the thing that ended the loop if we want to be segue on into our main discussion oh was uh, the Queenie is no more. QE2 is Nosferatu. <laughs> she is, she's gone, right? Like, she's, uh, she is perished. She is. And, uh, well, I'm going to just state that there is a hidden um, last episode that we never aired. Right. Which is also kind of rearing its head. Right, yeah. Yeah, the famous lost episode. Yeah, we've never talked about that mystery. Right. We might have to pull that one out. I don't did know. you find? Did you lose it? Yeah, it's just gone. Like I had a lot of trouble with the like the sound card oh, and stuff. That's a shame. It it was during the really a shame. You didn't put that on something. Oh, well, so it was during the time we were trying to. It was right around the time we were trying to interview Court, and Court had all that stuff happen where his sound card blew up and his computer blew up and yeah. we couldn't talk to him and all that. And the same thing happened after that interview. That that lost episode so wow yeah it was a like a windows destruction sound card explosion type of problem hmm. interesting okay yeah. so yeah so the queen elizabeth died and she was born in well, let's see i think i have it over here in 1926 my 26 which is uh, april 21st no less which is a long time to be around and her birthday the date of her solar birth was in, um, according to this chart, uh, Aries. It shows her son being an Aries, but it's kind of there on the cusp between Aries and Taurus. Mm -hmm. So, uh, being that you she remember, you talk talk down to me, talk down to me, because I well. So, if you're born in the cusp of Aries and Taurus, then you're supposed to be taking action on values. So you're like a little bull running around with a torch, like a fire or a torture. You, you're kind of supposed to stand up for something in specific. Okay. So here. she was the queen. She's standing up. All right. Yeah, that's a lot of Aries, right? Like that's a... She'd need... you As a queen, you probably would need that. It's a whole lot of not <laughs> Libra. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and um, I got to look at the inner ring here because there's two different rings. There's the outer ring, which is the moving through, the transiting. That's her death, I think, isn't it? Yeah, and the inner ring is her, her actual... So her, her south node, which would have been uh, the karmic tendencies to leave behind uh, was the 12th house Capricorn meaning spiritual authority 
And some synods are trying to hold authority and spirit in some odd way. Well, you know, she was supposed to be, you know, the leader of the church, the Church of England, right? right? Yep. And that would make her sixth house, the North Node, in Virgo. Um, And uh, let me think about that. Or in Cancer, rather. (laughs) Something just occurred to me. So you have you have in Russia you have like you have okay so you have so the Church of England it separated itself from the the Catholic Church like right. during I think at um, the eighth Henry the eighth yeah I think so Protestant yeah <laughs> yeah and so was so would that make her would that have made her or would it make um, the the king or the queen whoever's reigning so now it's Charles right. Would that make them like the Pope of the Protestant Church? Yeah, kind of. Oh, wow. I'd never really... And, that never occurred to and, me. And Henry got it because he wanted a divorce. So... Holy smokes. When, when he broke churches, that's yeah. what... Yeah. So you've got the Russian Orthodox Pope. There's a Greek Orthodox Pope. There's yeah. a... And then the Catholic Church Pope. Yeah. And I don't think they call them popes, but that we're going to use that term just so we understand. And then, so then the head of the Protestant right. movement, whether they like it or not, and, would yeah. be the king or queen? It, well, in this case... I mean, I might be wrong, but in that's this case, something to think about. The, the queen was Aries, which literally rules the head. <laughs> wow. So what's Charles? So off with their head, right? So this is going to affect all Christians everywhere, like spiritually and you know physically. This is going to well, do something. Well, the, the keepers of London are historically Gog and Magog. <laughs> Right. So do, do the math there. Um, let me look and see what uh, King Charles is here. I have it, but I don't have it handy. So this is what happens. We haven't discussed this. Charles this is, is a Scorpio. Oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Charles is a, a... When's his birthday? Yeah, I don't know. But uh, oh, November, four, November 14th, 1948. Yeah. So at the formation of Israel. Yeah. He is wow. a he is a North Node in Virgo. He's got Mercury in Virgo, and he has the Sun in Virgo on the fourth house, which is Cancer's domain. So death, sex, and transformation, specifically off the mother or the earth, and there's massive uh, oppositions between. Does it show him as the Antichrist? You see that? Um, <laughs> I'm um, kidding. I'm not kidding. But believe it or not, I mean, it's like his his chart isn't really. Um, uh, it's not as dramatic as you would expect. I'll put it that way. Like Queen Elizabeth is way more so. Really, his is, his is quieter. Uh, so there's. Does it show anything about like him like dying and then his son taking over? And I saw something else um, earlier today about how he had measles um, when he was a kid, which made him sterile. Right. So then his kids are not his. Well, the that's he, what he, he, the. Theory, the a factor of his death comes through Aquarius. So his uh, eighth house is aspected by Aquarius. Oh. Meaning, therefore, the age coming in or a humanitarian movement are all the above. Uh, well, so. I mean, he's, uh, I mean, that's a huge Aquarius thing. He's, I mean, he's sitting on Aquarius as a king. Yeah, well, I mean, you can't get more Aquarius than that. His previous wife was Aquarius of Aquarius, Diana. Was know. she really? No, but I mean, she was doing humanitarian oh, yeah, landmine yeah, stuff yeah. and all that. So, yeah, and then the house of the undoing is actually cancer, which is his emotions. So the 12th house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speech. Like, he's got a speech thing. Wait, his 12th house is what? Cancer. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And there's a speech issue. Uranus and Gemini. So usually that means I kind of want to say what I want to say. And 
emotionally speaking, you might be inclined to say things you shouldn't say. They can undo you pretty quickly. But he's holding Pluto in the first, which is like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and mix that in. So with people will see him like an Antichrist. Because, I mean, kind of, right? right. Because that Pluto has that, that kind of energy. Yeah, I mean, the, there's a couple of yods here, which are the fingers of God. And uh, they go to the 10th house and the moon in Taurus and uh, north node in Taurus. So I would see those things as having to do with having authority over resources in some way or authority over something to do with the earth. That gets into the domain you asked, but I mean, it could also just be, you know, authority over the treasury or something. So it, it's hard to say, like, I'll say this, I would have expected this chart to have a lot more trouble than it really does. So then, okay, some think that he's not going to reign very long and that William's going to take over. Well, I mean, that's I going... I hear our cat, too. She's got an opinion. That's going to be the case sooner or later, yeah. Uh, well, sooner or later, but some think, like, he's not going to reign very long. And he's also, what, 74, something like that? Yeah, so, he's older. Right. So, I mean, his mom made it to 90-something, but we don't know. Like, it could be two years, could be 10 years, but there's a whole lot of stuff going on right now that can get you killed. <laughs> Any number of things. Yeah, it's called breathing. Right. <laughs> yeah, being, sharing oxygen. Being on this planet. Uh, so, anyway... Uh, moving back to Elizabeth. Okay, she, yeah, sorry about that side. She was the head of the Protestant church de facto uh, off the formation of Henry. And um, the uh, karma behind that is that you're carrying the values of that entire church. Mm. Uh, and then her son being born in 48, right, Charles, would then have to do with the karma of Israel mm. because the queen was alive during World War II. Right. So then you're dealing with uh, Israeli church versus Protestant church and how that all plays out. Right. Interesting. So that kind of because, all right, so I've thought about this where they have the, their um, crest has the unicorn in chains. And so something very interesting that happened right before she died about two days before somebody we know said, what does it mean if you see or have a big tub of unicorns? Right. I said, it's a good sign. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people don't think about like Israel being, you know, the 12 tribes are still around and that they're people that don't even know they are. Yep. They've forgotten it. As a matter, a matter of fact, scripture Bible says that they will be cast out in, you know, long time from now, they'll forget who they even are. Right. So, um, Joseph's um, symbol was the unicorn. And I always found it interesting that the unicorn was in the crest of the, the royals and a lion, which is also Judah, right? right. So it's kind of like Joseph and Judah, but it's in chains. So I kind of saw that sign as being that the unicorn has been unleashed. Mm -hmm. And then like a day or two later, she died. It was incredible. Well, she also had that platinum jubilee two months ago with the. She did. I think they kind of knew. Yeah, the beacon tree, like all lit up yeah, in fire, and yeah. that was weird. And the other thing was there was something called, you know, the, everybody knows that when they had a thing when she died, they called it like um, London Bridge is down, like yep. right. But it was called um, when if she died in Scotland, it was called um, Project Unicorn. Hmm. Yeah, which I thought was interesting too. Right. So, she did. so there's a lot of history <clears throat> as these people take 
charge, you know, that have been around for a while. Uh, and then those that, that pass on, there's a lot of history caught up in all of them. Dialogues that were suppressed and secrets in the closet. And usually, usually there's nothing quite like a funeral to bring that out in force. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's something else about that. I have so much today. Um, usually the queen's um, funerary stuff lasts about 10 days, they said. Right. And somebody made a note that Trump posted on his social media at, uh, like, I forget the times, 9, 9.30, 9.31, and 9.32. And um, they made a connection to the Q post that said, to wind the clock, you check the, um, I guess, back then it was Twitter, when, whenever Trump would post, they would take the time he posts and look up a Q, the Q number that, you know, Q posted. Right. So the QPOS 930 and 931 and 932 basically point to saying we warned her and she didn't listen or something like that. Right. And then the last one said to comply something about 10. Like, in other words, to comply, do the 10-day ceremony. And all of a sudden, Charles posts that it's going to be 17 days. Yeah, there's 17 days of mourning. Seems to be some signaling there. It did seem like some kind of signaling. And there's another factor here. And it could be all bullshit, but I'm just saying. There's another factor here to her death. Um, she was born in Balmore Castle, it says, I think. Uh, no, that's where she died. Oh, I, I think oh, she okay. was she was born. Um, Mayfair is where she was born. <laughs> Mayfair, London. Um, really? Yeah. So the... An, an interesting fact about her chart is she has Neptune in the eighth house, and it's badly aspected to Mars. And traditionally, this produces mysterious circumstances regarding the death or the funeral or both. <laughs> and on top of that, now say that again: mysterious, mysterious circumstances, like where the body is lost or something weird happens that's unusual, like the. So a lot of people with Neptune in the eighth, like Jim Morrison, you know. <laughs> Kind of a strange, unexpected way to die. <laughs> Very mystical in some yeah, way. Yeah, but... Okay. So, in this case, it's in opposition to Mars in the second. And um, and in the transit, we've got uh, the white moon, little half white moon, uh, is also in Leo. So, both of those two things are aspected. And we've got, in her, her natal chart, we have the, uh, the harvest sickle next to it, which is Ceres, meaning... You're going to die in the middle of a harvest, possibly. <laughs> it so, was the harvest moon. Right. Well, there you go. And the moon's right next to it. Like, it's li literally yeah, right here in the chart. it took her out. But, I mean, it waited. But the scythe is, is, is on top of her Neptune. So, it's a spiritual type of reaping. So, ne Neptune's retrograde, right? Right. It's a spiritual type of reaping in the field of some kind. And um, it's in opposition to Mars and Jupiter in the second house, which means the individual will and belief in some sense, shape, form, or fashion. So I would anticipate that the funeral might have some mysterious extra circumstance to it. Really? Right. Do you have a prediction of what it could be? Well, you already have the days being changed to 17, okay. right? Well, so. we know 17 is also the 17th letter of the alphabet is Q. Right. Right. We've got the whole uh, Q movement that people either, you know. So is I he mean, like trying to signal back saying Q killed? Um, well, so whoever the, Q is, I don't know. So the she thing, was ninety six. The thing that I would say is that you've got you've got a confusion in the mass mind between Q posts and anons and Q anon before we even begin to have this discussion. 
So when people talk about QAnon, there's no such thing it as QAnon. So if you're going to talk about Q, you talk about Q. If you're going to talk about Anons, you talk about Anons. But you don't talk about QAnons. Well, I mean, they do talk about them, but they're not. It's they, made they, up. Right. It's like talking about a, I don't know, like a... Uh, There's two, people who identify as QAnons. It's like a tooth fairy leprechaun or something. <laughs> like, it's not It's not something that exists. Like, it's, right. not, it's not quite right. Nobody knows who that Q guy is or gals or... Right. Whatever they are. So, or spirits. Heck, we so, don't know what it is. So Q, to be very clear about this, is a clearance. <laughs> yes, that's an actual thing. That's right. true. We, we've talked about this before, I think. We did look it up. It's an actual clearance, a high-level clearance. Right. Mm-hmm. And anons, we usually think of as anonymous, <laughs> like computer-wise, right. which is a big, large... Like anonymous group, right? Hacking group. And so what happened was someone that had Q clearance, it appears, was posting Q posts anonymously. Right. And then they call them anons. Right. Like anonymous people, which are people who post on this board, um, started to read them and do stuff and And research. And the definition of uh, Q clearance is you have secrets that are potentially damaging to your nation. That's what it means to have Q clearance. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean to have secrets that are potentially damaging? Well, things that might have happened that wouldn't have been necessarily good, right? Like, that's usually what we mean. Well, right. I mean, w- well, I mean, wouldn't it also be like things like secrets like that would that protect your country? Not just damaging things, because then that would be just like I mean, having a... Do you really need secrets to protect your country usually? I mean... I don't know. I don't know what it takes to protect a country, I yeah. would imagine. I would think that faith would protect your country, but you I'm not, think, sure, not but sure secrets do as much. Well, like, you know, codes to the stuff. Codes to, you know, our weapons. Yeah, stuff, but if God, like that. if God says, I'm not going to let you fire those missiles, then it doesn't matter if you have the code Well, I mean, not, ultimately, so. of course, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like, what's the number? Eight six seven five three zero nine. Oh, well, I want to punch that in. That's Jenny. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and put that in. Great, oh, Joe Bill. You probably just accidentally did that. It's not Thanks. working. Oh, yeah. It does turn out, coincidentally, that the national code is the same as the song. Jenny. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> but, no, I, I, I don't. Um, Scorpio gets into secrets, right, which is what Charles is in space. True. So, there it is. It fulfills that in a way right. because he's the one who's heading up the funeral. Yeah, after and this is like a reverse beheading here, like it's a a backwards beheading because Elizabeth is holding Aries and Taurus, mm. right? So she'd be holding the head, and then usually Scorpio is seen kind of as a snake, like typically speaking, or a scorpion, or you know, yeah, it, with a first house Pluto, wow, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so so there's some snaky, snaky stuff going on, but I mean, we all know that with the royals, nobody looks at the royals and goes, you know, I think they're all bang they're up great so, people, right? Oh no, 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 they do. Oh. There are people who do, so you better. Oh my bad. Better watch yourself. There are noobs that say these things. There are people who want to believe that right. they're pure and innocent. But but the reality is, just looking at the astrology, right? And I don't have to be that great of an astrologer to see this. It's literally in the chart. There's a harvest. There's literally a sickle. There's literally a moon, yeah. and there's literally a contact to it via the eighth house, via Neptune. Yep, so it took her out. Yep. So that moon coming up in Pisces, harvest moon, Pisces always means like, it, well, I mean, it has many, many understandings, but one of them 
is sacrifice. And to be very clear about this, the uh, Mars-Jupiter aspect I spoke of that has to do with acting on your own values, kind of, uh, the transit to it was Saturn. So it's reaping the harvest of the values wow. you acted on, right? It literally. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't going to get out of that one. Nope. She might have got out of other aspects, but, I mean, but that one just was like that. Ah, she's 96, so I mean, right. it's not like she's being robbed or something. So. No, yeah, no. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's some pretty heavy-duty stuff here. <laughs> questions, comments? No. No? I mean, we discussed. I don't think I have any questions or comments. I, th- I find that very interesting. Um, she was wounded in Aries as well, which implies a head wound. <laughs> Chiron in, in Aries. And I don't so. think we've heard how she died, did we? Mm, no. But Chiron in Aries is uh, usually means there's a wound in the, the will of the, the individual, but also means the head. So I also saw that, you know, um, you know, there was a lot of people who, you know, held her dear and saw her as a kind of an innocent figure. Um, but then Ireland apparently has been very happy about it. <laughs> like, they, yeah. they didn't like her. And I, and I can tell you also probably France. Because, yeah. well, when I was in, um, when I went to France, um, one of the things that happened was, and I think I might have talked about this in our podcast, the guy, my, my guy who was picking me up to uh, take me my taxi, he had his tire slit. Right. And I asked him, well, that seems abnormal because all of them were slit. He said, ah, well, it's because my license plates were in England or from England. And he said, they hate people from England here. Right. I'm like, what? He said, yeah. Well, they're not too fond of people from... I'm like, that's pretty harsh. Sc- like, I, I, this is things we don't know about in this country. Scottish people aren't too fond of English people typically either. Most of the right. rest of them aren't. Yeah. And and I mean, I personally don't have anything against anybody, so I don't, I don't know. But there's been a lot of wars and things that's happened over there. And yeah, it's like the politics of, um, of Europe. We don't really... Right. Understand all the way. There's a long history. Yep. So anyway, but no, that's it. That's all I got. I mean, yeah, there was some interesting things surrounding it. Um, oh, right before, actually, she died. Um, Australia released that coin. These. Um, oh yes, the, the crypt- signal coin. Cryptographical coin. Yeah, right? It was a crypto coin. It wasn't a crypto coin, but it's a cryptographical coin. And that some 14-year-old boy solved it in an hour. In one hour? Yes, because, well, with the power of the internet, it's much easier to work through ciphers these days. Yeah, well, so I came up with my own cipher, actually, and it was interesting what I found. And um, I, I guess you can put this up on our website. Maybe. I Because ha- I, I put it up on Twitter, you know. So I have my own way of, like, looking at ciphers and codes. And I used the Enigma um, deciphering tool. And I noticed that on the coin, there were like little dots around the edge. Like, and that's so why I, I used my terrible graphical skills on my computer because I'm not good at it. But what I did is I, I overlaid the back of the coin on top of the front of the coin. And it made an upside down Y. And it, it uh, had like letters um, uh, overlaid around the uh, uh, outside of the ring and where those little dots were I lined up to the letter and I took those letters it was NE5 something I'd have to look it up again 
and I put it through the Enigma cipher tool and it says it said my cue and I'm like what so I look this these letters and numbers up that that pop up under that cipher and it belonged to this it was a ham radio guy it was his like call sign and he worked at like Los Alamos and for NASA. It was very, very interesting what I found there. Right. So really weird. So it, you think? I mean, it, what are the odds? You think it was intentional? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, what are the odds? What are the odds that I found that? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that. Do you think you know? There's an intentional ciphering that they don't even know that's in there by spirit? I don't know. Could it be? Uh, I'd say if your job is signals, you should probably know what signals you're putting out. I mean, you would think, but why would they put that in there? And then, then she dies like days later, like within within a week of that. Well, a week so of them coming out with that coin. Well, Los Alamos, of course, was responsible for making the atomic bomb, right? Yeah. And we generally see nuclear war as not good, except lately everybody seems to be very devil-may-care. <laughs> it's like, oh, it could be nuclear war tomorrow, like the Pope, and everybody's like, ah, i got to get to work. Yeah, I mean, he's warning about World War Three, kind of. Right. I mean, usually, if, if somebody like the Pope were to do that, you would, traditionally, people would go, what? But it's like we've been desensitized or something. I don't know. We're all like, eh, whatever. <laughs> World War Three. who cares? Yeah. But then when, you know, the nukes start flying, you start caring. Right. So I don't know what I found. I'm just, I'm just saying it was interesting. That's all I'm saying. What are the odds? I right. can show, show you exactly how I did it. And it wasn't really that hard. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a cryptographical genius or something. Pause. Hello? Are yeah, you gonna talk I'm still about here. I thought you had Where'd more. Where'd you go? No. I'm I thought there was more that you were, were going to say. Were you off in La La Land? No, I was like, listening. I thought we were going to hear more. No, I'm done. I just no. said I'm not. You know, I'm not a cypher genius. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> or I, maybe I am. I was going to say. Is that like, why you had the silence? Maybe uh, I actually am. Maybe. Maybe. the. I think Nobody the, pays me for it. I can tell you that. I think the whole point of SIGINT and, you know. When I see these words, like I know that somebody there's there's some like small person in a cubicle somewhere after I put this podcast out, probably even now, like you know, listening through the smart TV or something, and he's like, "Sigint, someone is talking about Sigint right now." Well, you know, we should do a background research on them, but um, um, right, because if it's if it's already to the point that. Our narrative can't be different than Biden's. Then I know the word "sigint" is probably going to like yeah. right. The fur is going to fly, as they say. But but anyway, um, I think the the purpose of SIGINT is you you find signals intelligently and interpret them. So I, I don't. I mean, that's. It, I mean, it was fair so, game. They did put yeah. it out there and ask for people so, to decrypt it. Some so. people have a knack for it that others don't. Maybe it's the super secret. What is it like? Um, the super secret golden ticket. I think it's kind of like the Da Vinci Code version of, of decoding. I'm not even going to go there. And right. I'm not going to do this. But I all I <laughs> want is skip to the part where the elevator goes up through the thing. Right. And then I get the entire factory. The Willy Wonka side. I'm not going through. I already did the Willy Wonka ride. Yeah. I'm not doing it again. It's time to just let's well, I, I give me the keys to the factory. I think the whole world's going through the Willy Wonka <laughs> ride right now. So so one thing I'll, I'll remark on. All right. 
is that um, with regards to the queen and, and this discussion and, and movements uh, in general of spiritual matters, is that I have noticed that there are large divisions between, um, you know, like the Church of Israel and Protestant churches and Catholic churches. Okay. First of all, when people, I'm just going to warn you, what do you mean when you say Church of Israel? And I don't, I don't care. That's the point. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even to that point. Like, I'm saying that Israel you, has a belief. <laughs> that's called a synagogue. Right. <laughs> I'm just giving you the right words. Well, off of the Church of James, it was called a church. But anyway, it doesn't matter because the, the point to be made is that all these different places have very differing beliefs, even though uh, most of them would say that there is this personage that should unite them all. Right. Yeah. It's very, very different. And so we've, we've gotten to a time period where we've got different heads of, heads of churches saying different things. Mm. Right. And yet, uh, if it is the case that we're dealing with a World War III scenario, they should all be agreeing on what's being said. Right. Well, the Pope has said something, but I don't know about everybody else. Right. So why is that? Yeah, I don't know. It's very curious, right? So if you if you examine it from that standpoint, have we have we? I haven't seen. Maybe we should look it up. Like, has the Dalai Lama said anything? Not that I know of. He's been in kind of trouble with that whole you know thing that happened there that happened with the Dalai Lama. He was not. I Dal- think they're all in trouble for that same thing. He he wasn't he wasn't Dalai Lamaing it the way he was supposed to be all the None way. None of them have been. Right, and then that that story came out, and everybody was but like, "I digress." It was like Dalai Lama, no, why would you do that to us? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of a lot of that happening, right? It's all being revealed. Yeah. And it used to be that it wasn't really revealed. It was all hidden. Right. And we seem to keep getting larger levels of things that nobody wants to talk about. And then we all go back to work and pretend like that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it says here, this was a week ago, China says it has the sole authority to choose the next successor of the Dalai Lama. So, you know, they have their own way of doing that, and now that's going to be overridden. But they can't because it's supposed to be done by the monks in a very specific spiritual Yeah, nope, they're doing yeah. it. Well, the Dalai Lama said, I mean, he said verbatim, like, I might not come back, meaning, like, I'm not going to reincarnate because China is a bunch of jerks. Right. So there's a lot of things like that going on right now where spiritually there's a lot of changes being made and lots of saber rattling happening and you know everything seems to be kind of topsy-turvy yeah i don't i can't say that i know that much about the dalai lama but is that supposed to be like a spirit that keeps reincarnating a person from the beginning who keeps reincarnating well it's funny that you mentioned that melissa because there's actually supposed to be the the lama and the panchen lama and the panchen lama is the teaching lama and they identified him in like 1990, and suddenly he got kidnapped. Nobody knows where he is. Hmm. Right. So. Wait. So was he supposed to be the Dalai Lama? No, the Panchen Lama is the teaching Lama. Okay. So what's the Dalai Lama then? Dalai Lama is like the Jupiter Lama. He's the the go live it out dude, the main spiritual head. Panchen Lama is like the university professor Lama. And do and they've had one. They've had both Lamas this whole time up until 1990. 1990-ish, Yep. And then that was interrupted. And I nobody well, they, upset about that? Well, there's plenty of people upset about it. They identified the Panchen Lama, then maybe China came in and kidnapped maybe the Panchen Lama. So, you know, for um, some, uh, an entity that doesn't have any, like, you know, beliefs. Right. We'll say, um, let's say uh, any kind of communist country. 
Right. And they don't have beliefs. Yep. That's fine. Like right. it's not fine, but it it's fine in the sense of, you know, that country doesn't have it's sovereign and it doesn't have beliefs. Right. Why? So why would it bother them if outside of them, other people have beliefs? Because they want belief systems. If it's nothing to worry about, they're you know it's God's not real. So look, you don't really if you you don't really believe in God, that's fine. Or you believe in a different God. Well, if why do you care if you don't even believe that God is real? If you're an atheist or whatever, um, why do you care if other people believe in it in a God? Well, they they don't, but they want it to be a state based religion so that you believe in the state. Okay. So they did the same thing with Buddha. Mm-hmm. So Buddha. You know, his whole thing was, how do I get people to stop suffering? And then nowadays, there's like a thousand different depictions of golden Buddhas. <laughs> but you normally never see in Buddhist teachings, like, please make a large golden statue of me. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, he says outright, like, if you see Buddha. Yeah, he had the same Q problem. <laughs> yeah, like, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. So what, what a lot of these places are trying to do, and what, you know, you could argue the Church of England was trying to do, was create a, a monarch-based, state-based religion. So that everybody would agree, like, well, we do go to church on Sunday, and the the king or queen is the de facto mm-hmm. head of that. You know, they wanted to be their own pope, right? Hmm. Because the popes had the power to appoint kings and queens, right? Okay, well, so interesting. Everybody's trying to be their own head, is what it amounts to. Mm-hmm. And then China's looking to be its own head, and it's going to do it by, you know, mandating a state religion. Everybody wants to control everything. That's just all there is to it. We've experienced that as well. Well, when you get to the level of revelation, there's supposed to be seals on your head that like either protect you or don't. Right. So then I guess if you don't have a what seal. What do you think that right. seal is? Because I've heard different people say things. One, I heard one person say that the seal is an X on your forehead. Um, I don't really know, to be honest. Like I, I don't feel like that's in my pay grade to say, but I will say that the extra books I read on it uh, suggest that uh, each member of a tribe is sealed. So I would suspect the seal is a little bit different hmm. per tribe. Uh, and it means the original Hebrew tribes, like not. Wait, a, would it, here's an idea. And this is just an idea. I'm not saying this is, this is, if that's the case, then each, so each tribe would be sealed maybe with a, a letter or a symbol associated with that tribe. I mean, it's possible. I, I don't and know. Would it, and, and have we ever, has anyone, and I'm sure somebody has somewhere, um, ever taken like the names of the twelve tribes and and like the, just the letters the the like so the first child born um you know to Abraham or Jacob and then taken that and made a sentence out of it I or mean see if it makes a word I think people have studied that yes hmm, that's something I'm gonna look into I can't do that right now but I will. People study it, I mean, in terms of the, the global flood, <clears throat> people studied it because it said after this person dies, it comes. Methuselah, yeah. Right. Well, that was the meaning of his name, right? Right. Meaning, right. you know, watch this guy. Cause <laughs> well, I know I know that the 12 tribes, you know, any kind of name, honestly, you can do it for yourself even, like, in your own family. So, like, you can take your mom, your dad, and then the first child born, and then you know, it goes on for as long as you want to do it. But you can get the meaning of the names, and it will make a sentence. Right. And it, and it will play out in your life. Because everyone, every family, every person's name, and every meaning tied to that is not by random. Like, right. it's, it's, it's ordained. And it, it will play out in a sentence. 
I should go ahead and correct something because I I just now remembered it wasn't uh, uh, Rehnquist. It was Scalia. Right. I thought it was Scalia, yeah. but then, then I thought maybe you were. Well, I think we talked about Rehnquist with Scalia, but I, I just now yeah. I just remembered that. Yeah, no, I. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So your name, you know, has meaning. Melissa is means Venus. I mean, that was another name for Venus. And her, you know, Venus's um, priestess were called Melissa. Right. So, I mean, I know what mine's, mine's pretty easy, you know, but you can do that for a whole family. So, I mean, you can do that for, you know, in the Bible as well. You could, right. And people have, and it's very interesting. So, yeah, I would say that, you know, being able to have vision, being able to see, that's part of that seal or not having that seal because your, your eye is tied in intimately to your forehead in the sense that... The pineal. Right. Why are you staring at me? Well, I thought you had something else that you wanted to say. I have nothing to say. I'm listening for. <laughs> thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. I mean, we're talking about Revelation, I, so I thought yeah, you'd be like, no. oh. So the pineal gland. I mean, I don't have anything else except for the pineal gland is is like a. Some people think it's a, you know, vestige of uh, what was something else, like an eye. Right. A third, an actual third eye that at All some right. point is, was blinded or shrunk or something. And there's the whole conspiracy behind drinking fluoride shrinks right. it, it covers it up, and that's why they put the fluoride in the water. So don't so, drink fluoridated, fluoridated, fluoridated water. So we're at 52 minutes, and I want to kind of hit some one final okay, thing here get it, to, get to, it. To, to get in. Get here. it, boy. If it is the case that you're dealing with vision, right, which is kind of a subset of everything that we're talking about today, is is you know, tied to head and vision and right. all that then, you know, we've never had, as a, as a public, access to what our country was doing behind the scenes. <laughs> Not as a whole. Not as a whole. I say right. as a public. Right. Even though the government's supposed to work for us, the people, right. we've never had access to because the government said, you guys are not capable of handling the types of decisions we are making for you. Yeah, it's like right. a secret club. Right, so they we've got all these things that don't make sense in the public mind. Like there's things that don't make sense all the way uh, that happen, and then the public goes on and says, "Ah, that doesn't make sense." And we talk about it for 40 years later, like the JFK assassination, right? Mm-hmm. Like we keep going on and on and on. There's all these different conspiracy theories and theories, and then, but the the main narrative is one guy did it, Lee Harvey. He's the one, right? So we reached a time period where <clears throat> the public is being made aware of things that normally it isn't being made aware of. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I've said and believe that um, from the beginning that um, there's a scripture, I think it's in Matthew 24, that says um, in the end of days, it said that things that were done in secret will be brought into the light right, and will be shattered from the rooftops. Right. And I always kind of saw like satellites and satellite systems and yep. things like that on, on people's rooftops or antennas um, to pick up the, the news or whatever. Boop, 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 yeah, yep. that that was kind of fulfilling that scripture. But, and especially right now with all this stuff that's being exposed. But, but what we learned was that the news is not a good source of infor- information, right? Right. So, okay, let's look at this through a spiritual lens. So Satan, who is the ruler of this world for a while, um, even though it's God's footstool, um, eventually that kingdom will come crashing down, which I believe we're in the middle of. 
And if anybody's made it this far, then you're going to hear this. So um, what I believe is what why what happened to the news and what is happening to mainstream news and Trump isn't wrong. It's fake news. Right. Um, is controlling those airwaves. In other words, controlling the narrative to try to control the mind of humanity. And if you control the mind of humanity, then you basically, that's how you control the world. That sounds evil. Right. So Satan already knew that scripture, right? So he took over and took control of all the airwaves of all the news. Right. But, you know, there's always... There's always the counterpart, you know, there's always a way out of that, which is, you know, alternative news and um, the Internet. The Internet's been, in some ways, a great liberator. Yeah, and in other ways, it's been a centralized nightmare. Right. It's got it's got its issues, but, <laughs> you know, like anything. Um, As money got a hold of it, it got corrupted. Yeah. Imagine that. Mm, yeah. After Al Gore invented it. Yeah. So I think we've also talked about that before, that the internet sits on, you know, supposedly right. they said it was created at CERN. So one of the things, Whoa. yeah, that, that came in kind of hot. Yeah. So, so one of the things that, um, that I'll kind of mention as an aside to this, right, is that we were at the center of the solar eclipse of 2017, not because we were like trying to be. No, no. So no, I came there. I didn't come there for that. I came there for you. Right. And um, to, you know, start a, a healing center and, you know, what the spirit had showed us and how to do some healing work and help people find a place to. Right. Where they could be weirdos like us. And and we did really, really well at that. We really did really well. Until some fake news hit. <laughs> some fake news came around, right? Right. So for some reason. And that fake news remained unchecked, even though it was clearly fake news. Right. It did. So we've literally seen it. Like, we've literally seen yeah. a propagation of a narrative. Right. That was false. Right. <laughs> that other people suddenly ab abided by mm -hmm. as though it were true, mm -hmm. knowing full well it wasn't. Right. And we saw this play out, like, on a small scale, and then we've seen it play out on a large scale. I've seen it play out on a large scale, yeah. And I suppose the question is, when people choose to believe something that isn't true, mm -hmm. like in a false narrative. That's also in the same Matthew 24. Right. I think it is. I think it's Matthew 24. It talks about um, where people will believe a lie. Right. They'll they'll have a great delusion come over them. Like right. they'll, it, It'll lead to so insanity. You don't require people to, to have to believe in the truth. <laughs> There's nobody. Nobody forces anybody. Mm -mm, you, you get to choose. You don't have to. But you do have to require them to believe in a lie. You have to coerce it. Yeah, that's true, right? So um, that that's true now that you mentioned that. People are pretty much have to be forced. Like, if you don't believe this. Right. But if it's true, I shouldn't have to have any. There shouldn't be any thought police or anything. It should be self-evident. No, right. Right. So if we get to a spot where we're talking about narratives, mm -hmm. then what's happened is the moorings of what is true have slipped. You pull it, you're hot. Pull back a little bit. The moorings yeah. of what is, what is true has slipped. Mm-hmm. So why would that be? Well, I mean, there's been a breakdown for a long, long time. Right. But it's not all the way because, as I said, we're made more aware than we've ever been of some of the things that are going on. I think that, I think at some point, at that point where awareness started to hit people, um, there's a split off where it goes into delusion or truth. Right. So where would you say we are now then? 
humanity. <clears throat> yeah, in the middle of this. They're nuts. So we're in delusion then. I'd say the ma- majority of people are in delusion. All right. They well, they can't. T- you can't. You are at the point where it's almost impossible to be able to tell a truth from a lie. Right. Except that you have to coerce a lie because you don't have to coerce the that truth. That is the one sign of it, right? right? That's a good point. So I think it's important to point out your news media and, and information, you're supposed to report on facts. You can offer an opinion and interpretation of the facts. Mm-hmm. But your, infor- your main job is to inform the public. S- yeah, so back in the old days, like if news reported a lie, like say about somebody, they would sue them. Right. And they would win. And they right. would have evidence to, pro- to prove it. But see, now even the courts are swayed. Right. It's like everything's been invaded with. Because the, the prerogative or the, the idea of something holding responsibility has slipped. Right. There's not, everybody's trying to evade holding responsibility. Right. So these top secret programs, they're trying to evade being responsible to the American people mm-hmm. about certain activities. Mm-hmm. Saying, well, we know better than you do. It may be. Maybe they do. Well, they might. I mean, I've kind of experienced that with some spiritual understandings, and you can't just give them away to people because they don't have enough sense. They think they have the ability to handle certain things, and they don't always. But at the point that you start telling me I have to believe a certain narrative. (laughs) That's different. Then Withholding information because people may not be mature enough to handle it is one thing, but... Forcing somebody to believe something that right. isn't true is different. That's not one of the those. Same. One of these things doesn't make sense with regards to discussion and free thought and so on right. and so forth. Because and, and especially in a country that you know uh, says it, it believes in free speech. And then if you say, "Well, I have to crack down on disinfo," why does certain disinfo get cracked down on, and other disinfo get off scot free? That's true, right? Why is it only one? Why are we only pointing fingers at one? Because if you if you want a ministry of truth, I can point out a thousand lies. This sounds very V for Vendetta, too. Right. If you would like me to do that, I I find it ironic. You should pay me a lot of money, and I will do that. I can point out lies to you all day long. So, if you ever want to see what they actually are going to be doing then watch their movies. So right. so The Matrix and V for Vendetta, the Wachowski brothers then turned into sisters. Right. Right? Yeah. And they, they had the Ministry of Truth, and then, you know, recently Biden gets up there and looks like he stepped out of that freaking movie. Yeah, that was different. Right? And then there's that other one where they're running around talking about, um, what is it, the one, The Handmaid's Tale? Yep. Right. They oh, the handmaids tell, oh, my God, the, they're going to do this to us. In reality, that's what they are. It's a projection. That's what a movie is. They're projecting. Right. Right. So their greatest fears, the shadow is being projected out. And you can darn well um, guarantee that if enough of people who believe that way get into power, they will do the very thing that they fear done to themselves. Right. Right. So it, it, it's interesting to watch, not so much to live through, but it's interesting to watch because you can see these things that are patently false, mm-hmm. patently false. So, uh, for example, I'll just use this as an example. This is an old one. Aspartame. When aspartame first came out, everybody said, no way. Mm-hmm. This is bad stuff. And then somebody somewhere decided in the FDA, mm, after some lobbying, maybe it's not so bad after all. And then the fact becomes, well, I've had aspartame a whole life. It didn't, didn't bother me. And then you get this narrative established. But the reality is it's not good for you. Aspartame is not very good for you. There's no nutrition in aspartame. Right. I mean, there's, 
obvious. It, your body doesn't need it. <laughs> right. But you don't hear people coming after the aspartame people, right? No. Like there isn't oh, like no. a, Mm-mm. like this is false information. Or, or let's go another step. Uh, the FDA, right? Their whole job is to tell you what drugs work and what drugs don't. Mm-hmm. And we can clearly see in a COVID epidemic, they don't know what works and what does not work. Well, we know that in science in general, like, um, and, you know, that's a whole, this is a whole nother st- subject, but, you know, they, they'll come out and say, well, this is good for you. Oh, right. whoops, no, it's not. Uh, now this is good for you. Whoops, no, it's not. Right. We've so, changed our mind. We don't do that anymore. And that's happened for a long time, ever since there was science. Let's put leeches on. That's right. good for you. No, it's not. Oh, yep, wait a minute. Yeah, it is. So I guess the question is, at what point does accountability come in if you're going to start getting into the narratives and what's true and disinfo? At what point do we hold the standards that govern us to the same you, level? That's the problem because, because everybody's everybody's self-authoritative. So I can say on Facebook, like, I don't believe in Joe Biden, and that might get me flagged. But if I'm part of the FBA or <laughs> FBA, FBA? Yeah. <laughs> FDA, that's a new thing. Yeah, it's the new, probably the next thing coming. The FDA, and I say aspartame is great because I say so, then I'm not flagged. Right, because you are the, belong to the main narrative. Right. So if you say, let's give another example. The queen, mm, she's so sweet and innocent and wonderful. Mm-hmm. And she's just yep. a pillar of grace and, you know, <laughs> yeah, okay. how a mother should be. Right. And a grandmother. Yep. And then there's another narrative that says, well, the truth is there's probably about 2,000 people who were saying that they were abused at the hands of the royals. Right. You know, and they were kidnapped and sexually abused in rituals. And um, and they were kind of sympathetic to the Nazis. And they have proof for it. And yeah. they might have been like, um, she might have actually been um, I- initiated as a druidess right. um, prior to taking the crown. And then she actually may have saluted the Nazis with a Nazi salute. No, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, not may have. I didn't say that. <laughs> Did There's do. people who say that. Right. Yeah. So then what do you do? What do you So it's like two different realities. Which one do you believe? Well, I go with the one that's historical fact, not the one that's historical. Well, if you have gloss. proof, which I believe there is actual video of a druid initiation right. ceremony. Yeah. So that part I'm pretty sure is true. And I you know what? I don't hate that. I I I will be the first to say the Celtic people, mm-hmm. okay, as long as there was no human sacrifice involved in it. Well. And we've evolved beyond the need for that. Mm, yeah. If not, we have a problem. Well. <laughs> I, I don't think the laws ever changed on you're going to have to have a so sacrifice of something. If you <laughs> told me, hey, I'm a druid, but I realize that Yahshua sacrificed for me and there is no <laughs> more sacrifice. But I do kind of understand, like, you know, the nature and. Right. Like I don't, I don't hate that. I'm not anti that. I just put my foot down at sacrificing. Um, none of the, you know, quote unquote pagans or the druids or the whatevers. I haven't seen anybody run so far on the idea of I hate nature. Yeah. Like nobody says that outright. No. In fact, they all say something similar. I love nature, but it's a matter of what we eat. <laughs> Everything yeah. comes down to what specifically our beliefs say we're gonna yeah. have to have, right? So. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the Druids, let's be real, they did do human sacrifice. Uh, yeah. It, I mean. Often. Okay, so there's the there's back to the goddess and the queen. Yeah. Right? There you go. So I actually saw somebody say that today, that they, they their whole life, um, because they were from England, and they're living in the United States as an expat. So they said their whole life they saw her as like this pillar of 
you know, greatness and, uh-huh. you know, goddess-like. I uh-huh. even saw her goddess-like. I, I would say their imagination lacks some, <laughs> some but faculties. But then, <laughs> then the, bur- the bubbles got burst. Yeah. So, you know, like when the, oh, I don't know, there's tapes of um, when Charles was talking naughty to Camilla while he was yeah. married to Diana. Right. And that things like that. And then you got the Andrew Epstein problems and you know um it burst her bubble and so now she had to see reality for what it was well it should it's like a spell it's like a spell that gets over people should burst your bubble i mean yeah Yeah. so yeah i think that uh people tend to project you know they want to see certain things and they they don't tend to want to see certain other things and uh i would say a lot of history has been decided by people that wanted to see one thing when there was something else going on <laughs> and uh usually i mean you know nobody yeah. nobody talked about like the holocaust for 20 years after the holocaust it was just a big hush hush mm-hmm. thing and then suddenly these jewish people were like uh yeah and nobody wanted to talk about like finding like 500 remains of babies under a catholic church nobody yeah. really wanted to talk about that or in canada i think there was a lot of native children found recently so. there were a lot of children that went missing from a school in canada that um some say um you know was after the queen would be there well you know and, and this is kind of an aside but it's, it's i a, didn't say that it, it's on topic because um when we had our little store, I had lots of people come in asking for advice from me. Yeah. Not that I solicited them and said, please come in and ask me for advice. No. I mean, the most we ever did was our alchemy. As a matter of fact, my my general position was don't come in here, probably. <laughs> y- yeah. True. You actually would. <laughs> I'm like, we can't really have a store that runs on that. Like, unless you're really, really okay. interested and you've got the right attitude, really don't come in here because yeah. I, I don't need it. Right. Mm. And so I was told by, by a pagan person... Uh, not too very long after somebody came in and asked for advice that uh, the pagan traditions required no sacrifice. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah, I heard that one too. I said, well, was there like some council of the gods right. that announced this somewhere? Yeah, there. I don't, I don't know. We, the gods have become vegan. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't hear that. We don't, we don't require any sacrifice. I, You're a vegan. <laughs> and I've mind. looked and I, I've asked right. around and I, I didn't, I couldn't find anything. And again, that's verifiably one of those things that's like not true, glaringly not true in any tradition ever. No. Mm-mm. So you, you start to wonder, like when people say that, you know, when it's an outright bald-faced lie that, about their own beliefs even, that they're willing to say, and then everybody just sort of goes, ah, that's what they think. Ah, yeah. Let's give it a pass. I mean, it's, it's outright provably wrong. Right? Yeah. And everybody just kind of glosses over it. Then you start to get to a spot where you go, well, uh, if you're willing to do that with your own beliefs, you're living in some reality that's very far from this one. I mean, right. I mean, I'm, you know, that whenever we kind of were going through our thing, I mean, I did some heavy duty research. You're talking about your soul. Right. Right. So, um, you know, I, I really looked through all the gods and goddesses, as many as I could, I, I could access, let's put it that way. And was looking for something because I knew that this realm it asks for blood. I mean, it just does. You you're you die. You're stuck into the earth. Right. Right. That's the cycle. I mean, I'm it, I'm not judging it. It just it's part of nature. Yep. But um, how do you get out of that cycle? Was what I was interested in. And you know, I I believe and believed in reincarnation. I have too much proof. 
you know, to know that it exists. Right. And so I, I, I didn't like the idea of, you know, I mean, yeah, there's people who talk about going to heaven. And so um, I didn't like the idea of having to keep coming back and repeat this crap. I didn't find it so romantic. Well, that's uh, one of Nietzsche's points was the eternal recurrence. Yeah. So um, I, I started looking into many different things. And that's when I started realizing, oh, wow. Uh, so this God requires you to sacrifice yourself or somebody else and or animals or, you know, what have you. And there was only one that didn't. Right. There's only one that did it for humanity to anyone who came and had sacrificed himself. And that was Joshua. So well, not to sound too like preachy, but that's the truth. The, the final link in absurdity here, and then I'll wind it up because we're 11 minutes past an hour. Oh, my gosh. But um, the final piece of absurdity was the same person that said these things later for Halloween had like a burnt offering like child on a pyre oh, yeah, thing. I remember that was so funny. Right. Like putting a child effigy on top of a fire. Right. Yeah. For Halloween. But I guess it was Aha, funny joke. Just decoration because they don't require sacrifice, right? Yeah. Right. Because it's a funny joke. Right. So somewhere in there, like, you know, if you're like a psychologist and you're doing shadow work <laughs> and you see somebody do all those things, you would go this person is insane. Like, that's probably what you would have to conclude. Like, yeah. or they're inhabiting two different personalities or something. By MKUltra mind control. Right. And, it, and, it, and that's just one example. I mean, I've seen lots of different people that have done different variations on that theme. And so I, I wonder with the royals, you know, like with the, the shadow stuff going on here, clearly they're projecting one image all the time. Mm. And you have to have a pretty dark shadow to be projecting that image all the time and have it last. <laughs> Well, and money. Right. <laughs> money helps that. Too. That's the image I'm talking about. Yeah. So in order to get money, like we all know, you've got to sacrifice something. Yeah. So what do you have to sacrifice? Right. Right. Time, like other people, inheritances, well, something. Mo yeah. M most money is coming off a sacrifice of something. Right. It doesn't just be, you know, there's people who are like, you got to work hard for your money. Yeah. You know, so, okay, I'm going to, all right, I'm going to go work for, let's say, I'm going to pick some random thing. I'm not going to pick on anybody, but let's say, I, I'm not even going to name a name. Let's say I go pick a factory that I go work for, and this factory is, like, making chemical foods, right? Right. And let's say I'm working at this place, and they're, like, trying to figure out how to make more money from, let's say, corn, and they use corn, you know, and now we're back to the pineal gland, right? Because that's sometimes used as a term for corn. Right. And um, because we use corn um, and it's uh, modified in ways to make us more money, but it actually harms humans. Right. It harms the earth. And so the humans and the earth are sacrificing, and animals, animals. Right. Let's just say creation as a whole, living creation. And it's a huge factory. Like, it's big. Yep. You know, maybe across the whole world or something. Like, it spreads across the whole world. That would mean that my money that I'm making from that factory, working hard to look like an upstanding good citizen so I can, you know, go to church and donate money and, like, you know, have a nice house and mow my lawn and make it pretty. Right. And I can dress and drive in a fancy, you know, perfectly clean car and I can look a certain way in society take trips, travel, you know, do all those things. 
buy lots of gifts for grandkids. Um, let's say I do all that, but it's coming at the sacrifice of like, say people around me, maybe millions. Yep. Um, is that really a good thing? Is that really upstanding? And, and, and I think that's where, you know, we can get into a whole area where people need to really start thinking about how good of a person they are and where their money is really coming from and the effects of that money. Well, and the, I'm talking right or left here. The uh, Pharisees and Sadducees get into trouble over that. So, I mean, they were using the temple for money mm-hmm. straight up. So they had the appearance of holiness with mm-hmm. none of the substance. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I think there's a precedent there on that already. And there's kind of a warning in the sense mm-hmm. that it was like my house isn't being used say, for the right thing. As I, I would say we are on the precipice of people waking up mm-hmm. to that to that type of mindset right which i call the martha mindset and that's a whole another story about archetypes but that martha mindset of looking so good and so perfect and thinking we're so much above everybody else because we went to college right we went to whatever we work and we worked our way up into this fancy job and yet it's costing the lives of possibly millions of people oh, and yeah. affecting um, badly on creation. Oh yeah. So yeah. I would suggest that people really need to start examining where they get their money from, and if it's if they wake up and they see that it's coming from a source that's not good, right? And they're not doing anything with it to help humanity or help other people um, that have a good source of of you know to donate to. Um, at least doing something, then what are you? Off with your head. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't make the rules, but that's the rules incoming. I can right. tell you that. That's the awareness that's coming in. Yep. And I, you are not the person you thought you were. How to use your values in a way that produces greater harmony is a big deal. Right. So then if I, if I'm, if I have, here's one, here's a, here's an, an, a scenario that's even worse than that. Let's say I'm a person who says that I stand up for animal rights and creation, all that. Right. And I work at a place that all the sourced um, stuff we get is from China. Right. And China has no care or rules about um, the impact of how um, factories are making on the climate. But I've got climate change, you know, on my stickers on my car and I've, I'm a, you know, supposedly a vegetarian and... You know, but I'm, you know, driving around everywhere and, you know, using, um, I'm not buying local. I use Amazon and I mean, there's so many ways. Like right. the hypocrisy is people are going to really have to start examining that. And then, then there's people who are forced into it. Like they don't have a choice because other people that have mindsets like that. So that's where it's going. Yeah. Collusion through mutual values mm-hmm. that are mafia based, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Right. All right. Well, you want to close it down with any final yeah. thoughts? Nope, that's good enough. I think I did enough damage. The dawning, <laughs> the dawning of the age of Aquarius face melting style. As an Aquarius, I can kind of tell you where things are going to yeah. go. I've been right for thirty years, so the, and nobody ever listens. So to the me. next time you go get your Sonic ice cream, mm-hmm. you should be thinking, "Why? Am where I did so- this come yeah. from?" <laughs> Here's my advice before we go: buy local as much as you possibly can right. and can't afford. I'm sorry, we do not, you know, like a lot of people don't have available. If there's something that's not available locally, then start to learn how to source it yourself. Yep. If you have the ability, if you have land, if you have whatever, 
start becoming the source of something, nope. you know, local for, for the coming economy, which will be local. Unless you're an evil wizard. I don't know any evil wizards. But well, I'm just saying. I, if there were. I don't know how this podcast is going to get around. <laughs> Never know where it's going to go. Uh, yeah. What do you know? What do you, are you talking to any evil wizard? I said, unless you're an evil wizard. Oh. Then, then don't locally source anything. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, they need stuff too, I guess. Well, then go to local Evil Wizard Mart. Don't do it for everybody else. Evil Wizard Mart is, our Evil Wizards aren't going to be around either. Right. That stuff's going to die out eventually. Yeah, evil Wizard Walmart, whatever that is. Right. <laughs> Evil's going to come up. You know, people are going to be shocked at what really is evil. Right. So, all right. Well, all it was right. a great day. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm glad that we could end on that very light note. <laughs> Yeah. All shall perish. And anyway, so it's been great talking, and um, yeah. you should uh, support local business and uh, find a way to uh, make it yourself. And uh, you know, the queen is dead, and the king has been crowned, and all kinds of changes are happening. They're happening very fast at this point, and uh, we're building up momentum to the 2022 solar eclipse, which is. Yeah, I hear a cat have in the background. Guess. Yeah. You got a guest? That's uh, that's Miss Bits. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Joe Bill Shirtsinger with your wife, Melissa. Melissa. And this has been Nearly Sacred. So like any great podcast, uh, we have a few little mistakes that we made because even though we're completely and utterly perfect, Sometimes we make mistakes, and by we, I mean me. That's what happens when you talk off the top of your head. When discussing astrology charts, I said that there was a yod in one chart. The yod is, uh, or yod, is a aspect called the finger of God. And technically, what it was was a grand trine, and a grand trine is like a specialized version of a yod or yod. Uh, the second thing that I wanted to correct was that I said that Mercury retrograde happens uh, uh, six times a year. That was incorrect. It happens four times a year, although if you have Mercury retrograde in your chart, uh, then you can experience it in a way that uh, might be more than once. So those are the uh, errata that I wanted to mention to clarify for this specific podcast. And after this, I'm going to read the credits. So you don't want to miss that exciting business, which hasn't happened in quite some time. So today's musical accompaniment to our podcast is brought to you by the letter R. No, not actually. Actually, we've got a couple of artists that came from the Internet Archive represented here. Uh, we've got a Massimo Ruberti, and he has uh, an entire album called Grandchite Yumtruzo. It's an album in warm and elegant sounds, scratching the heart and soul of the listener. It goes on, and it's based upon a Vedic text, and it's pretty cool. The secondary main album we have is January Recordings by Doctor. Uh, he's an electronica and ambient musician from Braunschweig, Germany. Sounds like Braunschweig, right? He uses synthesizers, field recordings, tape loops, and some digital effects. The name of those tracks was Doctor 01260216, which I presume is a date of creation. More compression, but not a brick. <laughs> Probably a synthesizer. United Tape Loop, five chords with tremolo, distortion, uh, coffee cigarettes. Also, these are all by Doctor. And then we switch into Massimo Roberti, that is the Vedic fellow, and that was our opening credit with Snorri Hollow Earth. 
Uh, and then he moves on to very various compositions, all called Snorri Hollow Earth for a while. Uh, then we've got uh, finally what we conclude with, the Spider Guardian Machine. So you have some cool names along with some cool music, and uh, you should check out anybody who's willing to put up their music on Internet Archive for uh, use uh, in various projects. Finally, I want to tell you guys that we have a little bit of something exciting. We have uh, uh, we have started developing our own soap, and uh, we are selling it. Soap as in the thing you take a shower with. Uh, and we are selling it on um, in different venues, and you can find uh, more information about that at nearlysacred.us in case you feel like you need to get clean. Like, you know, when you've got that kind of dirty, grimy feeling, and you're like, boy, I wish I had some soap. If only I knew somebody that made soap. Well, now you do.